three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, and we are sitting here focused on all things ACC football today. We've got AJ Black of Locked on Boston College in the building, and we've been talking crabs because as being a new person in Maryland, him being a New Englander, it's always nice to get in the conversation with folks who understand the difficulty it is just to enjoy a decent seafood meal. AJ, it's always a pleasure to have you, friend. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're getting close to summer. It's time to start talking football, but yeah, you get me hungry talking about all the seafood. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta hit the, the the North Shore of Massachusetts and get myself myself some lobster and some things like that, and a chop suey sandwich. But we've talked about chop suey sandwiches enough on this show. I'm not gonna do it again. <laughs> yeah, do you get the chance to go to like Boston Red Sox games? Is that is that a past, favorite pastime? Um, uh, so now that I'm a dad of two, I don't I don't go because it's just expensive, but I live right outside of Worcester and their AAA affiliate, the Woo Sox. So Worcester okay. Woo, um, is I could throw a rock and hit him. Uh, they're right. <laughs> they're, they're about two minutes down the road. So if yeah. you want to go to a Red Sox, a Woo Sox game, you can go to for and, oh. and it's, you know, with younger kids, it's better to do that because you're not spending whatever. Or if I want to torture my son and not have him like baseball ever again, I could take him to a BC baseball game. Um, they're absolutely atrocious this year. You know, I was going to ask you how they were doing, but I feel like that answer. There we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, later next week, you'll probably get to hear me talk about their head coach getting fired because they're like 10 and 30 right now. And they just got absolutely blasted by Maine. So <laughs> they lost 19 to eight, I think today. Oh, Jesus. Help us. I mean, is it Maine or the, or the not no talent issue? What is the, what is the holdup? Uh, you name it. I mean, they got an ERA last I checked around nine and oh. They have they were hitting about two twenty, so a combination of not being able to hit a baseball and the uh, inability to pitch at all uh, has led them to be just putrid. So they fired all their assistant coaches last year. You know that kind of like last um, last ditch effort to try to save the coach because yeah. the coach is best friends, and I'm sure everyone listening knows who he is. Pete Frades, the mm-hmm. the ALS uh, survivor that, or uh, battler who did the ice bucket challenge a while ago. Yeah. He was best friends with this coach. So the families are close. So I think they wanted to get, they've given this guy a, a big leash. Um, gotcha. But I mean, they built a whole new baseball stadium. They have a new uh, practice facility for BC baseball that BC's never had like an indoor mm-hmm. practice facility for them. And the team is so bad. No one wants to watch it. So they got to, they got to figure something out there. <laughs> the leash is a little bit long, short and right on up, but that's fine. You know, sometimes yep. it's what you got to do. And I, yep. we love to talk baseball here and just get everyone up to speed. But as I mentioned on yesterday's show, there's so many good individual college channels that you guys have to check out, especially when it comes to our conference. So make sure you hit up all of my friends over there today, though, is all about basketball basketball shoot today is all about football there it is as we talk about some tears and i know my guy boomer is just really loving the fact that we have two episodes in a two episodes of this week now talking about this tweet and how nc state's in the tier but of course because i have atlantic division friends it would only be right that i had the conversation about nc state potentially being in the college football playoffs immediate thoughts to how that went down aj all right so I know we, we, we had a false start before, but I got to brag again. So please, I, I, I am not, you know, big, big game boomer tweets some weird stuff sometimes. And I, I know a lot of people either love his stuff or his Excel spreadsheets or don't love them. You know, last week he had his media members. You have to follow for each school and yeah. then listed under Boston college. It said at AJ black BC. So to Aww. him, he can't do anything wrong anymore. I love yeah. him for picking me. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, you know, I was one of four, four choices, I bet. Yeah, um, I was about to say there's a lot of there's a lot of content out here. So when anytime someone shows you love, it's always like a nod. Like, okay, there's people out there like genuinely listening. I know, right? And, and so there's people out there that like you know like our stuff. So yeah, I I I, I have to take umbrage though with this because you know. I, I am high on NC State. My co-host on Monday, Mitch Wolf on Locked On BC, he he is not. He has them much lower okay. than I do. But I think Devin Leary is a good quarterback. I don't think he's going to be a great NFL quarterback, but he's good at what he does, and he's going to win a lot of games. That's and what I said like Kenny Pickett, AJ. And he I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I have my I have my takes, and I come in hot, and sometimes I crash and burn on them. I'm, that. People don't call in to listen or tune in to listen to me, you know, with lukewarm takes on stuff. I see that a lot of times on podcasts. I find it so boring. I go in hot and I'll crash and burn and make it fun. Right. We love that. Right. So Dave Doran, you know, I think the, the thing with me with, with the Wolf Pack is they are destined to be a team that wins seven games or more, but never more than nine games. And, you know, they probably have had, they have a 10 win game in there. I'm sure a season in there, I'm sure. But can they win enough to make the playoffs? Ugh. I mean, I don't, I don't see that. They've got a dumb loss in there somewhere. And, you know, it's going to be, it's a mountain to get over teams like Ohio state. Like he had Georgia below them. I just don't see it. I just don't see NC state as the pinnacle. I could see them as the, I would argue that they could be the best team in the ACC. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to do that. But to be a playoff team, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Now, for someone who is an Atlantic Division rival, do you find that's more of a slight towards you know Boston College? And to me, like the Boston College, the FSCs of the world, who are like right there these past couple seasons, but not not really in the mix or the hunt like they should be. Do you feel like maybe that's an edge that Coach Halfley and company are using to kind of get their guys going? So this could be. It seems like the role the that BC is taking on the NC state usual role. The, the NC state, uh, yeah. when I used to write for SB nation, the joke was always at the wolf pack where the black, they were always the, the dark horse of the ACC every single year. Yeah. It was NC state, the dark horse of the NC of the ACC. And they never, they never did anything with that. Now yeah. who's the dark horse of the ACC this year. It's Boston college. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams, you know, they're like the team that's kind of like that chic, you know, could they, could they jump up and take the, take the 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 golden ring this year yeah i don't i don't know but is it disrespect i don't think so yet i think mm-hmm. bc has to show teams like bc and you know louisville and florida state they've got to show that they're better than what their records show and yeah. and halfway as as great of a guy as he is and i think he's a, a tremendous guy he's gone two seasons he's 12 and 11 and I am not on board yet. And I'm going to get on my show after this and talk about this with he's on the hot seat because he's not last year was a complete crap shoot. When you lose Phil Dracovic in the yeah. second game of the season and have to go with your backup who, you know, you were left with a bare cabinet quarterback. That's not your fault. Yeah. That being said, he's got to put up this year. His guys are there. This is the last year of Dracovic and Zay flowers. And if you can't win more than seven games with those two guys, you got to wonder where this program's going because you have one of the best quarterbacks in the conference. You have the best wide, argue with Jordan Addison gone. You might have the best wide receiver. So Boston college has to show that they're, they belong up there. They haven't yet. You know what yeah. team I thought um, was disrespected by big boomer Clemson. And 
I'll tell you why. I think Clemson, I think they were in like the second or third tier. They have the, I'm on board with their defense winning them a ton of games this year because that defensive line is nasty. And they've got some guys on there that are going to kill opposing offensive lines. And it doesn't matter how bad DJ Uyagalale plays. (laughs) And I don't think he's, I'm telling you, he's not going to make it probably to the BC game at game six. I think they're going to go to the, I don't think so. And you know what? He could, he could figure it out and that would Mm -hmm. be good too. But Clemson has two options. They got their five-star DJ who could figure it out or they have uh, Klubni at the Klubniak. I think his name is. Their backup, who's another four or five star who had an amazing spring. So, yeah, I think Clemson might figure it out. If they figure it out, NC State's going to watch out. You know, as much as I want NC, I truly, I've said it on the show a hundred times over, I really do want NC State to have a good year because their fans desperately need like yeah. a pick me up moment, right? But I also yep. think for for all things that a team like FSU is supposed to be like, I know Mike Norvell might not be the dream coach, but like on paper, you get some dogs that come to FS freaking like, let's go. Like that's just, that's just, I don't think Louisville is going to be in the conversation, but you also, I do think Boston college is conversation, but what I really am interested to see is how Sam Hartman kind of takes this extra year to really say, you know, last year wasn't a fluke and all the wins were piling up and how consistent Coach Clawson is, it's going to be a hell of a season for Wake Forest. I think they're the dark horse of anyone because they're yep. out to say, hey, that was not just a boo-boo year that randomly we decided we were going to be good. I think they're ready to run it back. That's going to be an interesting one. And it all depends on where it, Sam Hartman, I think, will be fine. I like yeah, him as a quarterback. He's good. I mean, he's just a good player. It's fun to watch. That offense is, is fun. Just as anyone watching ACC football, watching sure. Wake Forest do that, it's just, it's just fun. And I think they'll probably still be okay. The biggest issue Wake is going to have is if that defense plays the way they did last year. Because if, if opposing defenses can slow Hartman down just a little bit, that defense is going to kill them because yeah. they cannot stop anything. They could not stop anyone last year. Uh, you know, they had that game against Army where they let up like 70 points. They, you know, I watched them live against BC and it was, you know, Phil Dracovic in, in the middle of winter with like half a hand playing <laughs> against him. So it really wasn't fair to judge that. They look good against them, but yeah, I, I need to see more. Like if they're going to truly be an elite ACC team, that defense has to take that next step and yeah. it could, I'm not going to say it won't, but that's a big question mark for Wake, and That yeah. might be what holds them back. Absolutely agree. I think this is an even deeper conversation that we'll have here in just a second. But as folks, I want to remind you, if you are ready to get into the built bar action, you are missing, you are going to be in for a treat. I just received my birthday cake puffs and I've never had anything like this before. They're available right now. Built bar puffs, which are marshmallowy goodness with protein infused in them. And I promise you that they won't be here tomorrow because everybody, their mom is going to get them some. So you got to go to built.com right now. It's a little known secret that is just super delicious, 100% covered in real chocolate, 150 calories, 16 grams of protein. You really can't miss this limited time flavor. An amazing, amazing option you're looking for, a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. All built puffs are covered again in 100% real chocolate. That means you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Go to built.com to get your birthday cake puffs right now using promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. 
Talking to AJ Black here, locked on Boston College. He comes on our show every single week to give us those great insights from Boston College standpoint. You know, our Northeastern friends who tend to get not so much the love here, but down south, there's clearly a lot of uh, talk about the discord. What, is, what, what should I say? The dissonance. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the big word I tried to use for the day. Yes. <laughs> Between the ACC and the SEC, we know that Paul Feinbaum has had his opinions about the ACC and how it's a diminishing conference. It's not really competitive with the power of apps around the, the around the country. And I would love to get your thoughts as someone who's been around, who's also a more, more new member of the ACC. And just where do you feel like it has been and where like you feel like it could go? So the biggest issue right now at the ACC is is the parody right there's not there's clemson and then right now it's been everyone else for years and mm-hmm. yeah you had wake have a jump you had Pitt, but it hasn't been consistent you haven't had a consistent second team for a long time and i think that's what stat what that's kind of what separates the acc from the rest of the conference uh, country when you look at like the sec and the big 10 right yeah and what worries me moving forward is this is not just the disparity on the field, but but the financial piece, which I think is going to be a big problem for the ACC moving forward. Yeah, the the television contracts that S- the SEC has, and that the Big Ten is reportedly in the process of doing with Fox, it sounds like, or ESPN, I forget who they're working with, mm-hmm. is so much more substantially high than what the ACC makes per year. And it's only going to grow. Nicole Arbach yeah. had that graph a couple of weeks ago that just showed, you know, it's the SEC and, and everyone in the Big Ten going up and everyone else going to the side. That, that war of arms, that it, it, you know, in terms of money, is going to make a big difference when with the way these programs are going to continue to operate. And mm-hmm. I, I worry that we, we see the, the disparity right now and you go into the 2022 season and you look at the ACC and you have the NC States, the Clemsons, and you, if you want to say, you know, Wake Forest or BC or whatever, mm-hmm. are they at the same level when you're having those national championship elite conversations as the Ohio States, the Notre Dames, the Alabama, Georgia, you know, Texas A&M, they're not, they're not there yet. And it's been, I mean, since the really strong Trevor Lawrence Clemson year, since the ACC had a top tier team, I think that, 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 that gap is going to continue to grow. You know, look at what Texas A&M did last year in terms of like recruiting they're, they, you know, for the longest time, they were, you know, a distance fourth or fifth in that conference behind like Georgia, Alabama, Florida, and at Auburn. They go out there and they put together a recruiting class that blows away anyone of the mm-hmm. ACC. I mean, anyone in the SEC, too. I mean, they, they, I think they brought in like four of the top like 10 defensive linemen and they're going with that Georgia blueprint. Yeah. And so, you see these other schools, especially with the new NIL rules and the boosters and the way that these clubs are starting to get money put into them. And the ACC is not in that same ballpark. And I, I worry because I hear what Jim Phillips is saying and it doesn't seem to me like he has a clear game path moving forward. 
Yeah, he's not like he's not the silent shark that Swafford was, right? Like Swafford also to me was a very big presence and he had a very big energy. And yep. Phillips is definitely like more so someone in the background. He's not gonna make a move unless necessary. He's not really gonna be out there. He's not one of those like boisterous personalities by nature. Like he doesn't give that off. I think that's some of his Northwestern coming out. My right. other thing to your point was talking about just the arms race, and I feel like if we take a step back and look at the schools that are in the, the ACC, right? Like Wake Forest is not competing with a stadium the size of Texas a and just right. off the strength, <laughs> you know, yep. like you're not going to yep. have a, well, Clemson's going to be fine, but you're not going to have a North Carolina stadium competing with the Alabama. It's just not going to happen. So even if you have like all the eyes that aren't even at the game that are at home watching it on TV, it's just a different ballpark. And so you think about the ACC, what can they do? Who can they bring in? And when I tell you Jim Phillips should be on every night on his hands and knees doing all of this, saying, how can we get Notre Dame football into this conversation? To me, that needs to be the biggest thing. Like if people, I, I love my comments. I read them. They say Notre Dame is never coming here from a football standpoint. But I'm like, Lord, something got to give. I feel like that's that's the missing piece to me if we want to even have the conversation just based on fan base. Oh, absolutely. Fan base. Like Notre Dame is, is the golden goose right now, right? Because yeah. it not only would it, it, it brings another premier program and kind of evens off the playing field, but it also um, would force ESPN back to the, the bargaining tables. They can get the hell out of that contract. <laughs> and so that would get, that would give, that would be the, the, as you said, Jim Phillips needs to be on his hands and knees. And right now, like if you read his comments, he's been, he's been talking to the media the last couple of weeks but it's not very heartening listening to what he says because it's all super vague, which hopefully is just not him showing his cards of what is going on behind the state right. on, the, on the scene. But some guys like um, the, the commissioner of PAC 12, the, you know, uh, Sankey in the sec, they love to just go out there and flaunt and talk and whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with him not flaunting whatever his plan is. I just, yeah. I pray for the hope, the safety of this conference that he's thinking big picture here. Not just, I mean, the last thing I thought I saw him say was, yeah, we're looking at different revenue sources that are a little different than, you know, the, the media contracts. I'm like, well, that's nice. But like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> are you talking about Amazon Prime? Yeah. Are you talking about, are you talking about NFTs? Spotlight? What are you doing? Yeah. What, are, what Are we going to start selling NFTs of uh, Baldwin? We're doing and, a crypto. And, uh, yeah, we're going crypto <laughs> in the ACC. <laughs> that would be nice. And, I mean, you're just so right. I think also with the Warren and Sankey in the Phillips Alliance, the Pac-12, Big Ten, and ACC, to me, I was talking about here on yesterday's show, it's like all for not. It's like, really, what's the point? I understand what the premise might have been, but to me, it's falling on deaf ears. It doesn't even feel like there's a real flow there. It just feels like an unnecessary step because at the end of the day, we know what we need to do. We know we need Notre Dame. If you can't get Notre Dame, what are you going to do? And to me, solidifying Notre Dame would submit Phillips legacy. Like if you want people to stop questioning you and what you're doing, you need to come with like a kaboom kabang, like something gotta be out the works where you're just like, holy hell, like this guy did it. You know what I'm saying? Like we got, yep. we need something to where it shocks everyone and shuts everyone up really. Yeah. And I, I have no idea how you do that because Notre Dame yeah. value dependent so much. I yeah. think what Phillips has to do, we talked about this months ago is he's going to be kind of sneaky about it. He needs mm-hmm. to go behind the scenes and screw with the college football playoffs so that it makes it harder for Notre Dame to make it in without, yeah. without getting into a conference and then hope to God that they don't hope they don't go to big, the big 10. <laughs> yeah. I a hundred percent agree there. All right. So we are going to finish up in this 
episode and round out this play here. But first, I want to remind you guys that this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, boxes? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliability, low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Please visit rockauto.com. Finishing up here with AJ Black from Locked On Boston College. And it has been a joy to just talk shop again. You know, it's summertime, so we get to talk about random things, talk about boomer tweets, talk about, you know, fine bombs speaking his mind about the ACC. But overall, I still. I'm on the fence about how I I want to go harder for my conference, but I really want us to be in the conversation towards the end of the season. Like even if it's not NC State, I'll be upset if it's not anybody, right? I'll be kind of like, damn, what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, you always want. I mean, like even when BC, like as as just someone who watches the conference and was watching BC like last year, you you just rooted for Wake and Pitt, right? Like you wanted yeah. to see them both be successful. And it was it was a bummer when Texas A and M. I was Texas A and M that ended up not playing um, Wake, and they ended up with Rutgers instead. Um, yeah. But like, you want to see these teams get to that level. You want to see everyone. It, it you know the lo- the 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 way that the 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 conference health will will continue to grow is with the success of the the programs. Mm-hmm. And it, it it's scary going into a season like this where. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity, but there's also a lot of opportunity for this just to be another mired season where everyone goes like seven and five. Yeah. And I don't want to see that happen with this conference. I want a team to go, you know, we're, we're the dominant force here in the ACC. We're going to go out there and, and knock heads with, the, with an SEC program. We're going to knock out the big 12, whatever it is. You want to see that happen. Um, but I'm also concerned that it's not going to, and that yeah. would be kind of a big, um, a big crush for B- uh, for the ACC. Yeah, and like the same way we had the surprise of ACC men's basketball last season, right? We knew ACC women's they had uh, like at least ten girl, ten schools going to NCAA tournament. The way performance of the men's was like a nice surprise, and we were like, mm-hmm. okay, all the junk that's been talked about this past season about all oh, the ACCs falling off, we're losing our touch, and this is supposed to be the granddaddy of them all for us as basketball, especially men's basketball. How can we ever survive? It's going to be tough to listen to critics and not be like, yeah, you're kind of right when it comes to ACC football. If we can at least have Clemson in the conversation again this season, if we cannot have a competitive both Atlantic and Coastal Conference, like if if Miami, maybe we're hoping Miami actually does come back. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. we are saying that Mario Cristobal has changed things for us, but something has got to give. And I feel like there's a great season on the horizon for one team. I just can't call who it is yet. Do you have any inkling? Uh, I mean, <laughs> way too early predictions. Who's going to have a season that you're like, huh, kind of knew it, but kind of, kind of wasn't sure. You know, like, so people at home are going to be like, oh, it's locked on BC guys. And I pick BC, but Cameron, I can't, excuse me. I have taken your advice, like with how you view UNC. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not expecting much from BC this year. I'll let, I'll let something good happen before I start jumping on board because last year I said they were going to go nine and three and it's now May 17th, May 18th. And I'm still yeah. hearing about it from my, my listeners. <laughs> AJ, they went six and six again. Well, 
Yeah. So I'm not going to pick Boston College here. So it, it, okay. if I if I was put out there to pick a team that's going to be elite this year, I'm not picking NC State. I'm, okay. I can't do it. I, I'm going to it's the safe pick, but I'm going with Clemson. I know it's boring, um, but I, 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 I'm on board with them. I think that defensive line. I love good defense and, mm-hmm. you know, between Miles Murphy and Brian Breesey, those are two absolutely dominant defend- defensive linemen that are better than anyone else in the conference and are enough to win games. And, I, you know, Clemson has recruited well enough that they've got talent everywhere else. I think they're going to they're, they're gonna have that comeback year. Yeah, listen, I, I it just let it be somebody. I know it's not going to be Carolina, and I've honestly made peace with that. Last year was Sam Howell's year, and it was the year that was going to go great, and it went horrible. So I'm right there with you in terms of, like, whatever my team gives me, I'll just ride the tide with. Um, I wanted to be NC State personally, again, because I think their fans need some sort of pick-me-up. Mm-hmm. But if Clemson has to do it for the, to rally the troops, get us back in college football playoff conversation, damn it, let's do it. But – I ain't gonna hold you. Sam Hartman and the boys, I think a year older of that defense and A.T. Perry staying along. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. So as we conclude this episode, go yeah. check out Locked On Boston College on, I think it was t- yesterday's episode on Tuesday, mm-hmm. where I actually picked Boston College to beat Clemson. <laughs> so Ooh, okay. So I, I go out there and I pick Clemson to be in the elite team, but I actually talked myself into uh, BC beating Clemson. <laughs> And I explain why on Tuesday's episode. <laughs> there you go. You gotta have you gotta have one team that has that one loss that you're just like head scratch. Maybe that that's what that'll be for Clemson. Red, red bandana game at home this year. Okay. There we go. That that has special juju for BC. hundred percent. And you know, they've lost by only six points to Clemson the last two seasons. Mm. Uh, both games. Yeah. Will it be different at home with the red bandanas? Saying it could in be year three for Halfley. Do you think this is Halfley's yep. last year? Is he going? Is he going elsewhere? Is he going to bigger things? I think he's got at least two more years. Like okay. if BC can make that jump this year, he'll solidify himself as the it guy. And if they do it again without Dracovic, he will become a hot commodity. Interesting. We'll have to we'll have to table this and have a whole conversation for next time. AJ, it's always <laughs> a pleasure to have you on the show. Can you please remind these folks of where they can find you, follow your work? Yeah, absolutely. You can check me out at. Uh, Locked on BC. I'm the host there. I've had some great guests since I've been on with Candace. I've had uh, Christian Mahogany, who's uh, their offensive lineman on two weeks ago. I had Dennis Grossell on last week, who was, if you want to listen to one of my, my interviews, it's my favorite one I've done. Grossell was, I had him on for a half hour. He was amazing. He was nice. BC started quarterback last year. He really get a good feel for a guy who went through a lot um, and talked about what it meant to be the leader of that team when things weren't going well. I really like talking to him. So even if you're not a BC fan and want to hear a guy talk about like really sincere, like himself and kind of like finding himself, listen to my episode. It was last week with Dennis Garcelle. Um, And I'm also the host. I mean, the editor of BC Bulletin, you can check it out there. Sweet. Big boards, big boards from locked on NFL. Locked on NFL. Let me try that again. Big boards from Raphael Barlow from the Locked on NBA draft podcast is what you guys should check out. Along with the rest of us, we have some really good content when it comes to getting some NBA draft prospects. We have a lot of ACC guys who are taking their talents to the next level. Hopefully they'll hear their name called, but a lot of conversation to have there. So make sure you check that out, as well as our local channels, as we have some really good content down the stretch here, guys. It's always a pleasure to have AJ come back tomorrow. We'll have a little conversation about more football things, and more importantly, how 
probably just going to keep this progress of the ACC being well and doing great. You'll find out tomorrow on tomorrow's show. For Candace Cooper and AJ Black, until next time.